We are live. December 23rd, our first official podcast. And I feel like uh, I don't even know where to start, to be honest. I know. So we have my wife here. Am I supposed to look in the camera when you do when you do a podcast? Or am I supposed to just not look at the camera? I would what be do you fine. Think? I would be fine if you just looked at her, I think. I looked at my wife. And then if you want to address the audience, feel free. We can look at the audience. Okay, so audience, my name is Carter, and this is my wife. You can look in the camera. Hi. No, that was so cheesy. No, (laughs) no, no. Hey, this is all staying. Don't do that. This is all staying because this this is our first ever podcast. No, Bruno. Edit in out. (laughs) Edit (laughs) in out. Bruno, do you want to show yourself? Starting on on a strong note, maybe I'll have a, a B-roll shot. A at little the end B-roll or shot. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna. I'll introduce. Keep... I'll do an intro, like you know what I mean, selfie style. Or something. Okay, so for now the the camera guy is gonna be mysterious, um, but yeah, like I said, December twenty third, we figured that we want to just come together and. This is our New Year resolution. New Year resolution is kicking in, and yeah. we want to do a podcast. And you know, we said, I guess the best way to start off the podcast is to, I guess, make a little prayer, and. Um, okay. And, and let's you know, let's you know let's close our eyes and, and do a little prayer. God, we ask you to bless this podcast. Allow it to be inspirational, educational. Allow people to benefit from it. Allow them to tap into this podcast so that they can learn and just kind of tune out the negative noise of the world. Right, the people who are preaching negativity. We want to kind of just stay away from them and allow them to tap into a podcast that's going to be beneficial for them. So we ask you, God, that you keep our intentions pure and that you allow us to speak with eloquence, with excellence, and to provide value to our community. Amen. Amen Amen to that. Amen. That was beautiful. (laughs) Was it? That was so nice. I did not expect that. It was off the fly. Yeah, that was nice. And I want this whole podcast to really be organic and natural. As, as we said, yeah. you know, Bruno, yesterday we had like a three-hour conversation and we didn't capture any of it. We literally I like... Oh, that was sad. We spoke and spoke about the most interesting things ever. <laughs> and at the end of it, we didn't even record it. So, you know... We got to do it again. We got to do it again. We got to do it again. Right? Um. So, yeah, where do we start? I feel like there's a lot of things that, you know... I mean, you came to record our performance with Dean Squad. Yeah, on Ontario uh, Convention Center. Yes, we went there oh. and you were there front row. Yeah. Right, cheering us nice. on. And that was the first, or actually that was the second time that Dean Squad comes together to do a performance. And, you know, a lot of people. Third. Was it third? Third. Third reunion show? Yeah. And Bruno, that was the first time that we met. He came, he came to the performance and it was beautiful. There was fans all over and he was like, who are you guys? Like Bruno, you never heard of Dean Squad? Apparently not. I'm, I'm out of the loop in the Muslim community, man. Like I'm well, just it- <laughs> Now you're gonna learn, you're gonna learn you're today. You're gonna learn today. <laughs> and, and it was just like one of this like really organic moment where Bruno just came into our lives and I just felt this beautiful energy. He's Peruvian. Yeah. And yep. uh, a really genuine good soul. You know, we live in L.A. and it's really hard to find good people. You know, we we interact with lots of people and we kind of just keep our distances. And when we met Bruno, it was really organic. We just felt like this guy has a good energy, a good soul. And we said, hey, he, he knows how to work the camera. Why not do a podcast together? Right. We don't even know what the title of the podcast is yet. 
What are we oh, going to yeah. call it? Is it going to be called Halalifornia? Is it going to be called something with muzzy? No pressure. No I pressure. say just let it come. You know, they say that about kids. Like, don't try to name your baby when you're still pregnant. Like, the name comes with the baby. That's what they say. So I think let the name come naturally. Absolutely. Or, or let, let the audience choose the name. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Do you want to have a baby soon or? No. No? You're not... You're not th- Throwing any subliminal things Messages, at yeah. definitely no? not. <laughs> not yet. Definitely not. Why not? Because you're you're busy as a nurse. Tell us about your nursing journey, babe. I feel like a lot ah. of people don't know about your journey as a nurse. You know, you you're you're living in LA, Hollywood. You're working yeah. as a travel nurse. Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm a travel nurse in the ER, in the emergency room. So my journey in the medical field started as a volunteer, and then I became a phlebotomist which is drawing blood all day, every day. And then I became a nurse tech or CNA, depends on what state you live in, then an EMT and then a paramedic and then a nurse and then now a travel nurse. Um, I don't know what's next, but I know that I'm not done. So I have a little piece of paper and I'm like, all right, 2023, what am I going to do? So it's either become a flight nurse. So ride in the helicopters, rescue people in rural areas, um, or CRNA school, which is anesthesia, or NP school to be a nurse practitioner, or go to med school and become a doctor. So I don't know what I'm going to do, but yeah, that's what's in store for me 2023. The doctor route, I feel, is a massive journey, and you and I spoke about that. Yeah, we did. And it's a big journey. Like I know that you're very like inspired, and you have a lot of goals and dreams that you want to achieve and i can't stop you i have to be a supportive husband (laughs) but at the same time like you have to advise me i have to advise and i I just like feel like the doctor thing is a big it's a big weight on your shoulders that you're gonna have to carry the, the thing is my plan with becoming a nurse was always a backup plan it always was i always told myself i want to be a doctor but in order to qualify to go to medical school you have to have a bachelor's degree so I was sitting with my advisor and was looking at a whole bunch of different bachelor's degrees that I could get. And I was like, okay, if I get a bachelor's in biology or mathematics or anything like that, if medical school doesn't work out, I'm kind of stuck with a bachelor's degree that only allows me to teach that subject. And I knew that I would not be happy with that. So I said, worst case scenario, if I don't make it to medical school, let me at least have a bachelor's in nursing so that at least I could be a nurse. I could have a profession, I could have a career where I'm interacting with humans, with patients, and I'm helping them feel better, which is what I want to do. But at the end of it all, it always was like that. It always was, I'm getting a bachelor's in something, might as well let it be nursing, and then I'll continue on to medical school. So, I mean, I'm 28 now. I know it's not it's not the youngest, but it's also not the oldest. I've met people start medical school in their 50s with businesses and families and children. So I don't want little excuses to stop me if it's something that my heart is yearning for. Absolutely. And I feel like you don't want to ever like turn to a specific age and just have like that regret of, I wish I just became a doctor. You don't want to live with that regret. Yeah. And that's why I encourage you to do what you truly love, what truly you're yearning for, like you said. So if that's the path that you want to take, I mean, you know what I mean? We, we got to support you, babe. 
You know what I mean? That's why I love you. <laughs> we don't want this podcast to turn into a cheesy no, podcast. Let's not get cheesy. <laughs> we could get so cheesy. We could. Oh, yeah. off, off camera. We'll, it, get, we'll, it gets pretty bad sometimes. It gets really bad. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we don't. What, what would be considered far. cheesy, though? Just like uh, pet names, you guys. Oh, my God. Pet names, the baby sound, voices. Baby talk, yeah, or like, yeah, oh baby voice. The sound effects that the sound come out effect. of. That come out of this girl's mouth, bro. <laughs> like you, you like frequencies you wouldn't even imagine existed. It's like Pika Pika. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, she becomes a Pokemon. Oh my god, no, I, no. Let's never, ever, ever. That's never gonna. That's never gonna go public. If that, oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. that ever slips out, you have to this, edit this and out. podcast yeah, is to. over. Everyone is gonna unfollow, unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Bye. But to be fair, everybody has that. And people yeah. like want to. I don't know. Everybody has. I hope everybody has that. a sibling that they have their inside jokes with. Yeah. Everybody has, uh, you know, they're in a relationship and they have their cute little little moments with their other uh, significant other. So yeah. don't stress about it. Honestly, if if it happens, it happens. No, if it happens, we're editing out. That's what's happening. If it happens, we're taking it out of there. <laughs> yeah, like you said, I feel like everyone does it. Like. Yeah, but if, and if it's if you don't, I feel like that's like a sad relationship. You just right, have like right. it's so serious then. It's at so that serious. Point. To be honest, like, you know what like, I mean. Like, a lot of times I see people comment on like couple videos, and that I find cute. But some people say, "Oh, cringe! That's so cheesy." And I'm like, "What? It wasn't that cheesy." But maybe I'm a cheese ball. I don't know. Well, you you said that you have that relationship with your sister, where you guys have all these, yeah, like pet names or like we just like it says mostly like just fictitious words that we've come up it's like almost like a, an inner language that we share in this house i love mm -hmm. that which is like pretty strange but like i don't i think it's cute like i just kind of got used to it and I, yeah. I like you said it makes life more interesting instead of just like yeah everyday normal talk and like hi howdy sister how are you or something yeah, it's not, it's, exactly it's, uh, it's like hey babe and you know how you doing you i know, also like, have the same thing with my sisters i have oh, yeah? and and you know what it's, it's crazy because i kind of just like have inside jokes with every Individual. Family member, mm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah, always an course. inside joke with someone else yeah. that you know only they know what I'm talking yeah, about, but no one yeah, else knows. Yeah. And that's so, so beautiful. It's because, special because you can yeah, build. You really got to know that person. Yeah, and you guys like because inside jokes kind of come from like a specific moment that you had with someone, and yeah. it just it came out of nowhere, like this word or whatever, and it just kind of yeah. stuck, and then it transforms. <laughs> You know, it starts yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it starts somewhere, and it then all of a sudden it becomes it, it, it just, something incoherent <laughs> that, oh like, you have to have been there to understand, like, how deep this, like, one <laughs> reference goes. Yeah. That's literally how it goes. It's like a, a, a meme that just goes too far. It's it goes like, oh my too God. far sometimes. Yeah. And it's just, like, because the dopamine <laughs> rush from saying that at some point, you're like, okay, it's getting lame. So then you have to just, like, exaggerate it more. Mm -hmm. And then after, like, a few months, it turns into something. It's like, where did this thing come yeah, from? Where, where was the origin of this? Yeah. And then you trace it back, and you're like, oh. Oh my god. Uh, how many siblings do you have, Carter? I have so we're three brothers and three sisters. Really? So yeah, we're six so and seven. Total. You're one of seven. I'm one of six. So oh, yeah, one of three, okay, okay, so three brothers in total, three sisters in total. Yeah. Oh, okay, so okay. yeah, we're six and uh, I'm the youngest actually. Really? You're the youngest? Oh yeah. my gosh. How much older is the oldest then? My oldest brother is 44, 43 or 44. Well, was that like a 12 year, 13 yeah, year? Yeah, it's, it's a 14 year difference. I'm 30. 14? Okay, yeah, okay. 14 year difference. That's that's kind of insane. Wow, she's she's the range. oldest in her family. I'm the oldest. And you're the opposite. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. She's the youngest sibling. Yeah. I'm also a youngest sibling in the house. Like technically, me and my twin sister, right? So like we're the the babies at the house, and mm -hmm. then we have two older brothers. Mm -hmm. But it's a total of four. What's the age difference again? So it's actually strange. So from the oldest brother for me, it's actually a ten year difference. He's oh. eighty six, baby. I'm ninety six. Okay. And then 
the uh, one other brother I have that's older than us is 94, baby. So it's like a year and a half because he's the end of the year, November. I'm oh, the beginning of the year, February. Okay. Met with my sister. So, you know, it's like yeah. kind of like a, basically one year, honestly. It feels yeah. like only one year difference. That's that's not that's not that bad for you guys. But I feel like mm -hmm. for the oldest. Yeah, he's definitely him, like furthest from us yeah. like, in terms of like relationship wise. Aww. Yeah. 100%. I can kind of relate a little bit. So I have two brothers and two sisters. But my brother and I are only a year and a half apart. Mm -hmm. But then my my sister, we're eight years apart. Okay. Yeah. So we just recently started to be able to relate deeper. And then after that, I just have another brother and another sister. And the youngest is 14, 15. I'm sorry, 15. 15. 15. Yeah. So it's like also you're the same then, like a 14-year age gap yeah. from the yeah. oldest, the youngest. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sometimes I wish like my mom popped us all out, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> one after the other. But I mean, it is what it is. So you had to change God's diapers timing. or anything like oh, that? Yeah. Were you doing that? Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I never dealt with that, so I don't know. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah. I'm the youngest, so I was the one getting my diaper changed. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Same You're year. so lucky. <laughs> They're no, raising me. That's yeah. why I'm like, when he says, are you ready to have a baby? I'm like, I don't know. Because like, yeah. <laughs> I know what it means. Like, I know what it means to be a mom. But... On the flip side, it's beautiful to have siblings. Of yeah, course. no, it's fantastic. I love it. I love it. You I know what I mean? I, I would do anything for my siblings. I'd take a bullet for my siblings. I'd jump in front of a train for my siblings. I would do anything for my siblings. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like you can't live with them, but you can't live without them. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they, exactly. they get on your nerves so many times, but you're just like, it's 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 a beautiful thing, really. Yeah, I have a beautiful relationship with my sister, Zana. She's, me and her are so tight and we have so many beautiful memories together. And she actually raised me, to be honest. Like, Zana actually was yeah, you part of raising me, me. Yeah, Yeah, she was like a second mom to you. Yeah. And yeah. that happens. Like, I was mm -hmm. a second mom to the younger ones, mm -hmm. my younger siblings. I have that one picture, so. if we can pop it up. It's a, yeah, a picture of me and my sister, Zana. And I'm holding an apple maybe bigger than oh, my okay. face. <laughs> It's literally like a gigantic apple and I'm just holding it and she's standing next to me. I, it's such a beautiful moment. That was such a cute picture. Yeah. What are you Do like you six in this or something? I was... Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're a baby. Probably around there. Probably around really? there. Okay. It sounds like I was going to say an apple the size of your head. I was like, dude, that's <laughs> yeah. a big apple. It is a, a adorable, adorable photo. <laughs> Wait, did you say was he six years old? Yeah. Like, no, think, well, you were younger. Younger than six? Like I mean, I don't know for sure, but you looked... You Four, maybe three. Yeah, I think so. Baby, baby, more baby toddler status. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe four. Yeah. Do you have a memory of that day or just the picture? I think I have a memory of that day. You do? Wow. Yeah, I think That's I have a memory nice. of that day. Mm -hmm. I don't remember much from like before six. Uh, like, I feel like that's when life started, kindergarten or whatever yeah. it was. That's like, I'm like, yes, yeah, we're most, like, I can start forming pretty strong memories i can remember like things from that time but yeah anytime before it's like just the photos i'm like yeah i kind of remember being in that apartment or yeah i kind of remember being in that pool or mm -hmm. yeah having that dog or whatever mm -hmm. the picture might have have you have you been able to go back to like the house that you grew up in when you were a kid uh no not really because no. we moved a lot so i, I mean I, I it's it's down the street from me like it's not that far oh, really? i've driven past it if that's what you mean but i haven't been in like in a long time i i saw the house that i grew up in which in my childhood i thought was a massive home oh yeah oh god i <laughs> thought it, i thought it was the biggest home like ever mm -hmm. and then i saw it like later on as an adult and i was so shocked i was so shocked <laughs> at the size <laughs> Like when you're a kid, like you everything just, is massive. Yeah, yeah, you're just in this like big world. Like mm -hmm. couches are big and yeah. pillows are big, mm -hmm. and 
everything is doors or just everything like you just everything is massive yeah and then you yeah. grow up and you're like what that's that that tiny thing is where i grew up yeah how wow and things taste better too when you're a kid things taste so much better when you're a kid <laughs> i don't know if the ingredients change or if it's a taste buds but i know that mozzarella cheese sticks tasted better when i was a kid <laughs> yeah i like literally ice cream tasted better um Freaking Oreo, Oreos, yeah. Oreo McFlurries tasted Oof. better when yeah, I was a Oreos kid. Oreos were the best. Yeah, every I've Anything had Oreo. like three of them as an adult. Yeah, we, like, we once had uh, those those Twinkies. Twinkies tasted better as right. a kid. You know, it's like did did they change the ingredients or like? I think just when you're a kid, just, just everything is just better. You just everything's so innocent. Yeah, you pure. don't have a standard yet. You yeah, know? you <laughs> don't have a standard. I, I think oh. that. I think there's there's like Bruno hit it. Yeah, there's, there's no there's no reference. So when you're a kid, everything's <laughs> novel. Like, you know, the sun uh, is the brightest or like, you know, the sun is the brightest thing until you get like blinded by a light like stand like this yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. there's so no true. frame of reference. So mm -hmm. the the sour apple you had is the most sour thing until you have like a warhead. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh my god, now that's the most sour like experience. Oh, that's also so why right. kids cry like at the dumbest pain. It's like, oh, I scratched myself. Because that's like the worst pain they ever felt they in their life. Yeah. So it's like you haven't felt anything, kid. Like, this is a scratch. Like, get over it. That's but, you know, they just don't have a frame of reference. So 100%. everything's the worst until, you know, you, they start develop, you said they start developing standards of what's, uh, you know, what tastes good, bad, or all these experiences, essentially. And that ties back to the conversation of yesterday about what are we here for? And I believe yeah. that we're here for experience. Mm -hmm. Experience as much as you possibly can because experience is education. Experience yeah. is knowledge. And, um, yeah. I feel like that's what ultimately we're here to to do is is experience God and uh, and do good, do good by the world, man. You know. So one thing I want to talk about in terms of family is we moved far from our families. Yeah, you guys don't yeah. have family at all here, Unfortunately, right? Unfortunately, bro. Yeah, I just have an that aunt, but weird. she's like an hour and a half, two hours away. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. So. She's in Orange County or why two hours? Where, uh, where no, two hours? she's in um Saint oh my god. Saint Augustine? No. She's in um <laughs> what is it called? Oh my god, it's what past, is it? Past past Riverside. Past yeah. Riverside, so like Redwoods. It's like uh, next to Loma Palm Linda. Spring. Next Loma. to Loma Linda area. I don't even I know. I can't remember the name Lakewood, of it. Lakewood, Crest, something crazy. like that. No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but more inland. I, I yeah. know what that is. Yeah, past Riverside. Yeah, so um, it's with a with B. Not San Bernardino or anything? San Bernardino. Okay. I said Saint, San. San Bernardino. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's not that far. Well, depending on traffic, yeah. you know depending how LA, traffic, LA time zone is different. So, so I can't imagine how it is, like, because this is all I know. Because for reference, I'm an LA native. Like, yeah. This is all I know is SoCal. I've been around, like, different counties, like Orange County and Inland Empire County. Mm -hmm. But I can see how I'm just acclimated to the time zone as like, oh, yeah, if it's 40 miles, it's like, yeah, it's like an hour, an hour and a half with traffic, you know. Mm. But to other people, it's like 40 miles. That should be like, you know, 40 minutes yeah. or 30 minutes. Yeah. Is that how it is for you guys? Like you, when you came here, you're the frame of reference. A, of a little bit, but I'm from Orlando and mm -hmm. traffic in Orlando is also really horrible. Okay. It's just but it's horrible for stupid reasons. It's horrible because there's always construction. They're shutting down some highways, oh. trying to open up a new highway, and then it just doesn't <laughs> open. And it's just, it, they just can't keep up with the population growth. So. A lot of people are moving to Orlando. I'm hearing it a lot. Yeah, a lot of people moving there. It's a fast-growing city. So yeah. I want to, 
I think it is the fastest growing city. Yeah, this, in terms it, of that population. stat just came out. Like I read it on the newspaper too. Yeah. I well, newspaper, mm -hmm. my email newsletter I get. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, Florida is like the highest uh, yeah, state with like the most up. population growth right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess everyone's like going over there for whatever reason. Well, California is extremely expensive. Yeah. But I will never leave this place because the weather is incredibly here. beautiful. Yeah. You know, I come from Canada, so. <laughs> It is freezing cold there. And when me and my wife moved there, it was like, whoa, all year round, sunshine, yeah. big, beautiful mountains. Yeah. You got the beach all over. Yeah. The energy is incredible. Our productivity has gone high. You know, we've, mm -hmm. our best year was literally this year. This was like 2022 was our greatest year. Mm -hmm. So we're excited for 2023 because we're getting into social media now. We're doing this New Year's resolution podcast, which, I hope it's going to last <laughs> better. And uh, we want to get into social media when we want to post photos. We want to just kind of like build a relationship with our audience and, and provide as much value as possible. So we feel 2023 is we're hoping is going to be bigger than 2022. But yeah, man, we've been on this journey. Like she came from Florida. I came from Canada. We just kind of got together. Our, our story and struggle is a massive struggle as far as getting married. I'm yeah, Lebanese, she's Palestinian. I don't even know if we want to get into we that. We don't want to get into that on this that's podcast. A five year yeah, struggle. Yeah. Five really? year struggle. Yeah. Parents oh, didn't wow. want us to get married and, and we had to like go to war to, to just like be yeah. able to see each other. And uh, But we overcame all of that. And uh, the first thing we said is let's let's start a journey somewhere new. And she got a phone call. From oh, I'll never forget that phone call. I was sitting in my bedroom in Orlando and then I get a call and then the lady on the phone says, hey, Doa, would you like to go to California for a four week nursing contract? I was like, what? Uh, can I call you back in like two minutes? I hang up. I call him and I tell him and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do you think? And he's like, just take it. You do it. Take it. So then I call her back and I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Where is it again? <laughs> And she tells me it's in Riverside. So I do a Google search. I'm like, where is Riverside? Like, is it in the middle of nowhere or is it like in a nice area? It turned out to be a beautiful area. So that was that was our first like experience seeing California. So Yeah, she had I remember she called me. She's like, I got a nursing contract in in Los Angeles. Riverside is about an hour from LA. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, You got I'm like I had just moved to Mississauga. It's been a few months. I was I left Ottawa mm -hmm. to go to Toronto area. Okay. And I had furnished my entire room. <laughs> I had fixed the bed. I had put everything, the curtains, everything, my TV, set everything up, spent so much time painting, all this stuff. And I get the call from her. She said, I got a nursing contract. This is her first ever nursing contract. And it's in LA. I'm like, LA? I'm like, Babe, I just spent all this time like fixing up my room. Are you serious? She said, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm packing my bags. <laughs> and just like that, I just dropped everything. I dropped everything. I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving the cold. I'm leaving Canada. I was kind of like going through a really rough time at that time in my life. But that's a different conversation That in regards to the Dean Squad split. Mm -hmm. um, but I just kind of just took a flight and it was in March, I believe, around March. Uh, I think it was in April. April. Mm -hmm. It was in April. April. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, uh, April. And yeah, we, we came here and uh, we we thought we were going to go back to Canada because the goal was for her to actually get her Canadian, you know, uh, uh, passport. Oh, citizenship yeah. or whatever. I, 
the plan was for me to move to Canada. To, be, to become Canadian. And then when I came here, things were just like, God was just blessing us in so many ways. We wouldn't even imagine. Like just yeah. so many things are happening and it's like, whoa, whoa, one thing leading to the other. And um, it was just like a trajectory like this. It was just moving up like this. And we're just like, something is like really special here. And we just stayed. It's been a year and two months, a year and three yeah. months almost. Yeah. So it'll be two years now because if it was in April, we're, you know, we're ending in this year. We have four more months to April. Yeah, we're, so. we're very close. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so almost, so it was about right. to be two years, yeah. I should say. Yeah. So it's a year and But But we months. did go back, though. I went back to Florida. Because we had to do the we had to do the wedding. Yeah, I went back to Florida for a little bit. He went mm. back to North Carolina for a little bit, and then we we finally finalized everything, and then then we finally were able to just like move in together. So then we came here. So we've only been living together for a year now. Didn't when, a, when did a we? A year and two months. Yeah, we've year, been living together for a year and two months something now. Something like that. And uh, yeah, we I had can't to, even remember. We had to go back yeah. and then get the whole family situation so like i told you the it was war with the yeah, families yeah. it was insane um it was a battle it was really really insane um but we figured it out we got a lot of people involved from her and her uncles who i love so much her family is actually a beautiful family like really you just got the mom and dad are just like hey nobody could touch my daughter they're just like protecting yeah, her and stuff very which overprotective. i had to really like Keep going. They he had, had to, to prove to them that he wasn't a criminal. Yeah. They, 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 had, they had this assumption, you know, yeah. they see me, they're like, oh, this guy's a player. Yeah. Like he has colored eyes. He's, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's, he looks like he's going from one girl to another girl. And he raps. He's he a has, rapper. He's music. All women. Yeah, exactly. All these negative, <laughs> like, first impressions are like, oh, you know, like, they're just kind of judging me from face value. And I had to, like, prove them that yo i'm not the guy that you think i am i was when i was 18 19 yeah but i'm not that guy anymore and and anything i would try to tell them they would say you're just saying this because you're so in love love is blind and i'd be like no like he's really a good guy and they're like no you're blinded you're in love you don't know what you're talking about so even when they met him it wasn't like Oh no, when they finally met him. Okay, that's what it took. They refused to meet him. Oh, they refused. Oh, no. The yeah, time. they didn't even want to meet me. Yeah. That's why I was struggling. I'm like, yeah. just give me a chance. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. No, no chance. When they finally met him, all guards went down, all walls were just shattered, broken, and they just loved him. They loved him. They saw like how great of a gentleman he was, how he treated me, how he treated his mom, you know, his dad. Like it was it was beautiful. So I take a quick break because my wife got hungry and she's uh, eating uh, peanut butter and jelly. Most nutritious meal, right? Exactly. Right. Thank you, Bruno. You got it. Yeah, I love them all the time. I still make them. Like when I was going to college, so for just for the audience to know, I am vegan. So it was around the time I was still going to college for my bachelor's in psychology. And I would cook for myself and bring it to school because the way I scheduled was two days a week I'd be there from 7 a.m. to like 5 p.m. with classes you know like every hour or so and then like a, there was like a two-hour break around noon so I'd eat work out and then go back to class or work out then eat and go to class so yeah I was making my food a lot and that was like one of the things I would make I would make my soup and then I'd have like a snack and it'd be like an apple banana and a PB&J mm. 
mm. and some like you know coconut water or something. Honestly, I, I miss those days. I don't think anybody doesn't like peanut butter and jelly unless yeah. you're allergic to peanuts. peanuts yeah, but yeah, no. usually everybody likes the combination. It's a very classic combination. But I don't drink mine with milk, and I'm very surprised how... I don't do you know ever drink you it with milk? milk? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes? sometimes it's like too... like you, The what peanut butter is like... It's too dr strong? Not drying. I don't know what the word is, but mm -hmm. it's like it gets stuck on your tongue like a dog. You know how when mm -hmm. they lick peanut butter, they just mm -hmm. can't stop licking. They're like lapping for like yeah. whatever it feels like three minutes, five minutes, just for like one scoop. Mm -hmm. It's just like that. Just like too... I guess it's too thick and like stuck on your... Palette? I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, sometimes yeah, you, you need to wash the, it down. You need the milk to wash PB &J it down. PB and J with milk is elite. I don't know how you don't. I rather it. Nutella and bananas with milk. That's mm -hmm. that's my uh, there you go favorite snack. Do you guys do a lot of cooking, or do you guys go out? Okay, so basically, with the whole cooking situation, because we're so busy. Um, we enrolled in something called HelloFresh. I don't know if you've heard of HelloFresh yeah, before. I actually do know. So they really just like send us these packages. Everything is pre-made, like as far as not pre-made, but the, all the ingredients are in a pack. Yeah. And it's just like follow the instructions. We don't want to think too much about it. We just read the instructions, <laughs> peel this, grade this, put this in the oven. Nah, nah, nah. Within 45 minutes, uh, we have our meals whipped up. Um, you we know. just did a free promo. Free yeah, promo. Shout outs to. Shout outs to HelloFresh. Hello <laughs> That's not an advertisement, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll put a referral link in, the, in the comments. Yeah, we'll put a referral yeah. link in the comment section. <laughs> definitely not an advertisement. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Use my code for ten percent off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, very convenient for us, you know, because we're not we're not chefs, you know. She she wasn't she wasn't perfect, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, has, she goes she has a medical degree, but she can't cook. You can't you know you can't you can't have everything. Can't have everything. Yeah, yeah you can't have everything. Yeah. <laughs> but when we do cook, it's fun. Uh, the the process of of you know doing the Hello Fresh thing. We've done obviously meals before that. It's not like we're yeah. completely illiterate when it comes to cooking, you know. But we're not like creative, you know. We'll yeah. do we'll do the basic stuff. Like we'll do like a spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty much me. That's all I was gonna say. I, I never try to complicate it in the kitchen. Like yeah. my sister's always like, "You should try something. You're so boring. You should try something more fun or like do new recipes." I'm like, I just like the basics. Like I. I told you guys this before, but I'll have my oatmeal in the morning. Lunch is kind of a toss-up, depending on what I'm feeling that day. Rice, beans, sometimes I'll have like chipotle if I eat out, or like kava if I'm eating out. Mm -hmm. Or I'll do pasta, like you said, something basic. Like I can make it in 20, 30 minutes. Like don't have to think. I just kind of throw it all in the, the pot mm -hmm. and just, you know, let it do its thing. And then dinner is, is actually pretty much post-workout. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just do like a smoothie, so it's like bananas, a bunch mm -hmm. of greens, a bunch mm -hmm. of berries. Some dates as the sweetener, maybe a protein powder to, if I'm feeling hungry, and that's mm -hmm. that's it. But like, all in all, it's, the, it's kind of the same thing every day. It's just fruits, veg, and I don't, I don't really like think about it. So I like I, said, I keep it simple. I'm not trying to do a whole gourmet recipe for like spend the, spend three hours in the kitchen. Does your mom cook for you? Oh, uh -huh. yeah. I mean, she'll cook every now and then. Um, and yeah, when she does cook, she likes to make it vegan for me as well. Yeah, nice. even though they're not, because I'm the only one in the house at the moment. And your brother, right? You mentioned. Yeah, but he doesn't live with us. He doesn't live with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, with with me, it's like ever since I was a child, my mom would just cook us all these incredible meals. It was like traditional Lebanese food and yeah. there you go. so many cool cuisine, man. I was just <laughs> so spoiled, dude. <laughs> like you wouldn't even imagine. Like I never done my laundry. Me I too. never cleaned my room. I ne I'm Aww. telling you, I never cooked. 
I just woke up and was like living like a king. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is why I love, like, so I love my mom so much beyond anything in this world because she did it so selflessly, you know? She just yeah, yeah. did things for her children, not just for me, for everybody. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. she doesn't want anyone to do anything. You know what I mean? Obviously, my sisters help and we would help her. Our whenever. moms actually have so much in common. It's mm -hmm. not even funny. All, honestly, all all mothers are like this, to be honest. Not all. Well, I mean, a majority no, of mothers are like this. Maybe you could say most, mm -hmm. but it's sad. Mm -hmm. Definitely not. Definitely not all. Mm -hmm. But yeah, my mom also like she never spent like money on herself. She like she because I was studying, she really wanted me to like get good grades. Never let me in the kitchen. Never. She'd like I'd be in the middle of studying and then she'd come in through my, my room and she'd have a tray of like snacks or lunch or dinner because she knows I'm too busy to come out of the room to eat. It's the mm -hmm. cutest thing ever. I swear to God, like I'd be just chilling in my room on my laptop um, and she'd just she'd knock on the door and she'd come in with like yeah. this fruit bowl, for example, oh, just my like Lord. all these beautiful yeah. fruits cut up in a beautiful way. She's like, here, Habibi, here's some, some yeah. food for you. And it's just like, oh, I love you, mom. Yeah, you know? That's cute. I know. It's it's so sweet. I, and I was definitely not grateful enough during during that time. When I look back at it now, I'm like, wow, like that was like some five star yeah. <laughs> yeah. hotel you, service. You don't, yeah, yeah. You don't realize it. Yeah. Of course. But like once you once you like move out and you're on your own, you're married. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, you gotta figure things Everything out. Everything out, own. yeah. You know, taxes and insurance. Every, no, we're uh -huh. talking about like, yeah, the laundry, food, laundry, yeah. food, cooking, cleaning, cleaning. Yep. Cleaning. Cleaning Big is one. another thing, you know. So now me and my wife are just like, all right, so this is what you do. This is what I do. We kind of just like split the split chores and split stuff, you know what I mean? So that it's kind of even and stuff in, in many areas. Some some things she'll take leadership in, you know, some things I'll take leadership in. But ultimately, we have that sense of communication. You know, I'll do this. Yeah. You'll do that. And. Yeah, because it's, it's a shared space. Yeah, of course, know. yeah. You got to share, like, the living. Mm -hmm. Humans are messy. Yeah, I know, we are. We're so messy. And I, and I, I can't focus if there's clutter around me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I'm, like, I'm constantly, like, putting things away, putting things back. Mm -hmm. So. Are you, are you, like, a type A personality then or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't really know. Like, if you were to describe type A personality... In it's like, like more percentage. structured. Like you said, they, they prefer uh, order and cleanliness and scheduling so, versus like going with the flow. Yeah, she's easy. type A. I'm, yeah, I'm, type B is I'm like the other going with the flow. They don't B. mind a little clutter. They can kind of focus with like a bunch of things like all over the place, like yeah. a mad scientist office. It's like kind of like that sometimes. So I'm, I'm not fully type A. Mm -hmm. Not fully, definitely not. But to a certain degree, if I know that like if I know I have a busy day coming up, mm -hmm. I'd rather not have clutter around. If yeah. I know I have a busy day coming up and I know I want to knock out like an abnormally large amount of tasks that busy day, I'd prefer to have some kind of a schedule or a plan because I know if the day ends and I didn't get all that stuff done, I'm going to feel like, man, like I wasted this day. I could have gotten that stuff done. So only in those circumstances will mm -hmm. I actually like really try to put a plan together you know but in normal circumstances like no i'm no. i'm pretty chill no i just go with how i feel but the so the structure just helps you and like i, I think that comes from like you know just our upbringing going to school because i feel you on the same way mm. i feel like personally 
I wouldn't consider myself type A at all. My sister would say I'm completely not type A. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I can handle like a good structure. I kind of, that's why I think I did really well in school growing up was because I had a structure and people just kind of told me like, oh, at this time you're doing this and this time. Like, yeah, sure. Just tell me and I'll, I'll do it. Like I can, you know, compartmentalize all the tasks and like focus when go. I need to. Oh, yeah. But as an adult, I don't feel like I ever do that for my own life. Although I'm trying to somewhat get back to that because I do think there's some, you know, helpfulness in that sort of guidance. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I just kind of go with the flow. Like I'm very so one of the chaos. Remember how yesterday we were talking about how. I don't know what it means, but I always view my life from third person. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I'd literally like maybe be sitting doing something and then I just see myself from third person and I'm like, oh my God, like, am I being efficient right now? Like, am I like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I be doing something else right now? So then that would kick in the whole, okay, let me make a plan. Let me mm -hmm. actually plan this day out yeah, yeah. so I don't just waste it. Just go to bed at night and be like, what did I do today? Like, what happened today? I don't like that. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not fully type A, you know? And I wouldn't say you're fully type B either, you know? Yeah, I think, I think we're, we're both in the middle. Yeah, most people are kind of in, in yeah, between yeah. in a sense. Yeah, I never liked, like, those dichotomies where it's like, you're either this or that. It's yeah. like, you're either introvert or social or yeah. extrovert. Or extrovert. Like, like, I'm not really. I'm Sometimes I want to be an extrovert. Exactly. Like, and sometimes I want to be an introvert. Yeah. And it's, it just yeah. depends on my mood, you know what I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. If I'm out all day socializing, okay. You know, I'm going to give you my energy. But then after a certain point, I actually just need to be an introvert. I need to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. I need to just be to myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah. just, you know, soak. Just kind of let the information soak in of what I just did and stuff. Some people could keep going, though. I mean, everybody's there. I mean, so you you have to know how to be picky with who you surround yourself with, too, though. Like mm -hmm. I feel like when, when I was younger, at least for me, I wasn't picky with trying to, like, feel out someone's energy and then make a decision like a conscious decision just in my own head like do i even want to be around this energy anymore mm -hmm. when i was younger it was just like people are people whatever yeah. it is it, it is what it exactly. is exactly yeah. so then i was like super extroverted you could say mm -hmm. but now because i'm conscious of it mm -hmm. i will make that decision like if i feel a certain vibe mm -hmm. i don't want to spend more time so then mm -hmm. i might turn into an introvert mm -hmm. It's just become who I'm around, honestly. Mm -hmm. I could be an extrovert if I'm around the right vibe, and mm -hmm. I could be a total introvert if I'm mm -hmm. around the wrong vibe. Because mm -hmm. so. you don't want to give your energy to anybody who is not giving back the same kind yeah, of energy. Yeah, and I don't want to receive negative energy either. It's mm -hmm. a very yeah. conscious thing for me now. I'm very well yeah. aware of it. Like, I do it on purpose. Like, 100%. Like, yeah. a, a lot of people... Um, you know, when we're young, just jump into a, a, a sea of friends like, hey, how are you? And then just like just have all these friends. Yeah. And at the end of it all, like, are you actually gaining any value from these people? Mm -hmm. Or they're just in your life because you just want to spend time with them? And most of the time, what are your conversations about with these people? You're just talking about other people. You're talking about mm -hmm. materialistic things. You're talking about things that aren't going to really improve your right. your your career. Right. Um, but yeah, we've gotten to this point where the people that we bring into our lives we consciously choose select like what's this person's energy like what is their career what are they trying to achieve and and we want to affiliate ourselves with big-minded people successful high mm -hmm. achievers uh people who have good souls good intentions uh big dreams ahead of them right. and you know what i mean because you are, like you are who you hang out with 
Yeah, absolutely. Influence is inevitable. It's absolutely inevitable. Like the environment that you're in is going to make you who you are. Like it's literally going to make you who you are. So even like it's so insane how powerful influence is to the point that if two girls hang out together for a certain amount of time, their period starts to sink up. Sink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The body is literally connected and these people start to have the same period. Like it's insane. Yeah, the same cycle. So influence is, is a real thing. And you can't just be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to look at this or I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to, I'm going to just like not be influenced by it. Yeah. You're lying to yourself. Yeah, You're 100%. lying to yourself. It's like saying, I'm going to eat um, this apple, not this apple. Let's say I'm going to eat this, this piece of bacon <laughs> and, and it's not going to affect me. But it is going to affect you. You know, you're vegan, right? It's going to affect you. It's bad for you, right? And it's the same that if you consume negative content, it's bad for you. If you're consuming uh, uh, violence or, or, or pornography or anything that's toxic to your soul, it's going to affect you. And, and that is why you need to surround yourself with people who are going to give you good content, good information, wholesome advice people who genuinely care for you because that energy is going to influence you. So mm -hmm. we're, we're conscious of that now, for sure. You know, it takes life experience though to become conscious of it. Like I, as much as I say that I wish when I was younger, I could have been this way. I genuinely feel like it's almost impossible because it takes a lot of human interaction for you to be able to pick up on someone's energy and make that decision like this is not the energy that i want you you cannot do that without like hundreds of human interactions you know that that you've developed that skill and now you have that skill under your belt and you can make that decision so i don't know but what what i would say honestly the biggest thing that would help people that are still young like teenagers do this honestly honestly is their parents not putting them in a box that's really what it comes down to like i grew up insanely sheltered it, going to a private school high school i was homeschooled i never really saw anyone except for my own relatives like really i've never been allowed to go to my friend's house like they weren't allowed to come over insanely sheltered life and i feel like if my life wasn't that sheltered i would have developed that radar, that compass of like, this person's vibes are bad, stay away, you know? But I was so naive. I was naive into my 20s, into my 20s. And then finally, I developed enough human interaction to grow out of being so naive and to be able to navigate my life around humans based off of the energy that I get back from them. But before I developed that skill, everyone was good. In my head, everyone's good. There's no such thing as a bad person. And criminals, you'll be able to tell a criminal from the moment you look at their face. That, like, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you get to a point where you realize, you know, you look at people's mugshots, everyone looks normal. Mm -hmm. Ted Bundy looked normal. Mm -hmm. Everyone looks friendly. Mm -hmm. You can't go off And of everyone that. is nice. Everyone, you know, is, everyone nice. is nice in society. Yeah. Why is, why is everyone nice? Everyone has their own ulterior motives. They have their own agendas. 
you can have the sweetest human being. Uh, they look sweet. They open up the door for you. You walk into a bank. Someone is so kind. Oh, my God, he opened up the door for me. Mm -hmm. He might be a serial killer. You don't know that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why it's kind of sad. Like, I try to not become jaded. But at the same time, to be completely honest, right now, these nice gestures, at least in the beginning stages of a new relationship, don't matter to me. Gifts don't matter to me. Like, it used to be a thing where, like, if someone got me a gift that meant, like, oh, this person is really nice, this person really cares about me, all this stuff. Now, especially in the beginning, gifts don't mean anything to me. It's actually weird to me. Why are you getting me a gift? You mm -hmm. just met me. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of odd. It's like they're trying to buy your friendship, yeah. buy your trust, yeah. buy your love. Yeah, and, and I try to not navigate my life like I'm some scarred, traumatized person that's, like, questioning everyone's intentions. I don't like to live that way either. So I, I like to remind myself, like, don't don't be that way. Like, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt. This is just a genuinely kind person. And honestly, not everyone has been traumatized. <laughs> Some people have never been traumatized. And so they they're genuinely nice. So I think I've also gotten myself to a point where I can also identify when someone is naive or just really genuinely nice. They've just never experienced true trauma before. So you know, I'm, I think I'm now I'm out of balance because I did go through a phase where I was so, so on the other end where I was like, I don't trust anybody. And that's not good. Now I'm kind of like, I'm in, I'm in the middle. I'm balanced. I'm like, okay, I'm, I move slow. I don't trust people right away, but I've gotten really good at identifying their vibes and their energies and getting myself to a point where I know who to trust and I know who to not trust. I know how to read the looks in people's eyes so much better now. I know how to feel off of their energy. Just notice the things that they do and the things that they say. And it helps me a lot, a lot, especially as an ER nurse. It helps me so much. That's a, It's a very good skill to have. It's a very good skill to be able to, to read people and understand. Like, you just look at their eyes, look at their body language, mm. see how they're interacting with even others. What do they talk about? You know, if I'm in a room, if I meet someone... And from the first conversation that I have with them, they're talking bad about their friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. what makes me believe that you're not going to talk about me exactly. to your friends? Like, you're going to talk bad about me. You're talking about your own friends. You know what I mean? So, like, that's like yeah. a red flag right away. Red flag. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you don't even entertain conversations with these people afterwards. You just like, you be nice for whatever it is. And then after that. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm out with this person. People who sit down and talk about others and, and backbite and, and try to humiliate others just so they can feel a little bit better about themselves. It's like, what, what, is, what are you trying to achieve in life? Clearly, you have a small mind. Clearly, you're not thinking big. Because yeah. if you were a big thinker, you and I would be having conversations about ideas. You and I would be talking about how can we advance humanity? How can, what can we do to contribute to this world and, and be legends and make change and grow together and build wealth and spread positive change. These are the conversations that I want to have with people. And if you can't mentally stimulate me to that level, to me, I don't want to, I don't want to entertain your conversations about people. Most people just want to sit down and gossip. Yeah. We don't have time for gossip. You know, I don't have time for that. And in fact, if I'm in a room with people who are gossiping and it's, Obviously, I'm not going to mention in anybody's name, 
But if I'm in a room with people that are sitting down like as a group and they're talking about someone, I literally get up and I'm like, guys, you're not better than this person. Don't point the finger like you're better than this person. Like stop. And I actually leave the room. I don't want to be around that energy. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not healthy for anybody. And I, even from an Islamic point of view. You know, as Muslims. Yeah, you're you're not supposed to partake in, in gossip. It's called it's called backbiting, mm -hmm. like for a reason. Like the Prophet, he compared backbiting or gossiping someone to literally hurting them as much as you would hurt them if you physically were biting the mm -hmm. flesh off of their back. Yeah. Eating their flesh. That's, like, that's how, what it's that's described. How much it hurts. Backbiting is like yeah. eating someone's flesh. Imagine how like like a cannibal. Imagine like yeah. that visual. <laughs> yeah. It's very scary really bad you know so it's 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 not good for the soul at all yeah and a lot of people engage in it and you know backbiting is such a scary thing because i have seen throughout my life where certain people would backbite about someone about a specific thing give it just a couple of months maybe sometimes a couple of years and that same thing will happen to them mm -hmm. And I really believe, and I don't know if this is in some psychology book somewhere or if it's a known phenomenon, but I really come to believe that that's God's way of showing you you're not above anyone. Like you, you made that comment, you made that backbiting conversation about this person, maybe, you know, the way that they do a certain thing. Then you find maybe that someone that you love has started to do that very same thing. That's God's way of showing you, you should have never looked at that other person like you were above them. Mm -hmm. Because these things can happen to anybody. You don't, you don't backbite someone's financial situation because God will show you mm -hmm. that your financial situation can be flipped like this. Yeah. You don't backbite someone's children. You yeah. don't backbite someone's parenting style. Yeah. You don't backbite literally anything because I have seen it so many times. Like it this, God takes God takes things away like this. I'll tell you a quick story about someone. I'm not going to obviously say any names. This individual last year, okay, just last year during the COVID crisis, right? Um, he was making tons of money. He became a multimillionaire because he was importing lots of the masks. He had deals with different, you know, stores in the U.S. And he was distributing all the like COVID uh, materials. He became a multimillionaire and he was just like an average guy. And he just somehow found this connection with this individual and partnered up with him. And he started making millions of dollars. And just recently, it's been a year, like since a year from today, he literally lost everything. Everything has gone. He lost everything in front of my eyes. And I'm kind of shocked that how did that happen? You know, how did that happen to you that... You know what I mean? So at any given moment, God could take everything away from you to mm -hmm. teach you a lesson. You might you might have done somebody wrong. You might have said something that you shouldn't have said or or affiliated yourself with a certain energy that you shouldn't have had done. Mm -hmm. And and God just take takes mm -hmm. everything away just like that. And then you see it's up to the people that are in that person's circle. It's like, are you going to look at that person's story and how they had a high and then a fall? And are you going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe he lost all his money. Like he must have done something stupid. Are you going to take that direction? Or are you going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to him. Like something crazy must have happened. I hope he recovers. You know what I mean? Because I genuinely believe if you take that first route, 
God's going to flip your financial situation around too and he's going to show you you should have never viewed that other human in that negative light because it can happen to anybody. If you view it in, okay, I hope he recovers. I hope I hope he gets better. If he's he a really good out, guy. He's a, he's a really, guy. really good yeah. dude. Like on a personal note, like he's a really nice guy. I don't know why it happened to him. You know, we nobody really knows why it happened to him. Yeah. But it's a lesson to, for everybody to know that you may be in a very good, comfortable situation right now in life. You may be really happy or whatever, experiencing something that you feel like, oh, my God, I have something so special. But it could be taken away from you at any given time. Mm -hmm. You don't know. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. We're not we're not promised tomorrow. Right. So these are you know, we kind of observe these situations around us and, and we look at them so that we can learn. We can learn and, and, and you know, be grateful at all times for everything oh, yeah. that we have. Gratitude, gratitude is, is number one. It's huge on our list. Yeah. It's, it's gratitude and patience at all times. Thank you, God, you know, for no matter what you've done to us, it could have been worse. Yeah. That mindset, if you can live through your life with understanding that whatever is happening to me right now it could be worse. It could absolutely be worse. So say thank you, be grateful, and just, it's a lesson, grow from it, and keep moving forward. And the faster you learn the lesson, the faster your situation will improve. I genuinely believe that. Like, a lot of times, like, people go through hardships, and it's like, why do we go through hardships anyway? Isn't it so that God can teach us a certain lesson, give us a little nugget of wisdom so that we evolve and become better people and we move on. But it's like if you take forever to identify that, you know what, I'm going through this because God's trying to teach me a lesson. If you take forever to accept that, if you're just, woe is me, I'm a victim, everything is horrible, why God, why? If you're just like that for too long, you, how are you ever gonna absorb the lesson that you're supposed to learn and just excel level up after that the faster you identify that and level up and excel the faster you'll get out of that turmoil faster you'll level up faster you'll achieve your goals and your successes if we just like look at our life literally a year and a half ago two years ago where we were and where we are today like i was saying earlier like we just had an incredible run like it's just like everything in our life is changing everything like and we're looking at it's like like, I remember like nine months ago, I looked at you and I said, is this a dream? Like, are we living? Is this like an actual dream right now? Is this real? Like, yeah, I remember that. Is everything like, you know, there's a there, there's a pool outside. We live in Hollywood. You know what I mean? The Hollywood sign is there from the rooftop. You see the entire city. The weather is gorgeous. We're mm -hmm. we're happy in, in our relationship. It's like, is this real right now? We say like, Alhamdulillah, like, thank you God for giving us this. And we're not going to take this for granted. We can't take yeah. this for granted. You know what I mean? And we can't be arrogant either. Some yeah. people achieve a certain level of success and they become arrogant. They start looking at other people. Oh, like I, I have a nicer place than you. I, I, I drive a, a nicer car than you. I'm doing better financially. I'm, I'm, And then suddenly like they lose everything. Mm -hmm. So we're just like, you know what? This is a gift that God has given us this ability to have, you know, this environment to have, you know, this, this podcast, this, this is a blessing. Meeting you is a blessing. 
you know, you being into our lives and coming and starting this journey. This is a blessing and, and I hope that people benefit from it. Um, I don't know how long the podcast is. I think we're almost at the one hour mark right now. Yeah, we're about to hit one hour, like shortly, like in a minute or two. Yeah, I mean, we we just are about to hit the one hour mark. I think this was a great podcast. I think it's, Yeah, I think honestly, this was nice for a first one. There was a lot of organic information and we're still newbies to the game, you know. Yeah. But we're going to learn as we go. And we definitely want to grow with our audience. I'm going to look in the camera. Everybody who's watching this podcast, thank you for being here for the full hour. We understand that you're busy. You have a lot of things on your plate. Um, but like I said in the beginning, when I addressed a little prayer, we hope that this podcast is going to be beneficial to you, inspirational to you. And uh, we hope that we can inspire you in any kind of way. So yep. comment below. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. And uh, we're going to do this every week with Bruno, the champ who's mysterious for now. And uh, me and my wifey for lifey. We're going to be here for you guys. And we can't wait to see you in the next. Yep. That was good. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Good to go. Peace. Peace. Ciao.